down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Come out to the coast. We get together. Have a few laughs. you. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Bowling, this calls for the old Billy Barule. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Ah, like Alec Baldwin said, put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Are you a closer? I don't know. Anthony, my man. Are you there? I do not have Anthony. What's going on, bro? He is here. here. Yes. Yes. I found him. He is here. Yes. I'm starting to uh starting to have a little complex. I can never find my co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be an ongoing thing. Shaheen, I had I actually had to wake Shaheen up the other day. So <laughs> Yes. Yes. My turtles are back there literally sinking their heater. Jesus Christ. All right, I don't have to get it yet. It's still above water a little bit. All right, sorry about that. I just heard a, a crickle and a crackle back there. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Anyway, uh, you've got me and Anthony. I am Boxman. He is Anthony. This is THT Movie Review. And uh, Anthony, we're, we're doing another one uh, that is yes. not in the opening. No, we are not. No. But this is one of my favorites, and... I I needed an excuse to uh, watch Christy uh, Swanson tonight, so... Man, I'll tell you. There you go. This really is... She's hotter than hell on this movie. I believe this is the hottest she ever was, was in this movie. I think. Uh, And, you know, this is kind of an underrated gem, this movie, in my opinion. Absolutely. Doesn't get a lot of... 
And I think I might know why it doesn't get a ton of... Um, and I'm, By the way, the movie we're talking about is The Chase from 1994 uh, with Charlie Sheen, Christy Swanson, and a, a boatload of others. We will go through it in just a minute. But this is an underrated gem. It doesn't get talked about. And I think one of the reasons is this movie came out and three months later... Do you know what happened after the three months after this movie came out? Yes. Yes. OJ. OJ and the car chase in the white Bronco. Don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I don't think it doesn't have anything to do with it. You know what I mean? I'm not sure if they go completely hand in hand, but maybe that's why this movie kind of just got brushed to the side a little bit. Maybe. I don't know, but. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, I mean, I I would consider that a reason. And also, this is, this movie came out during uh, I want to call him the uh, lost years for Charlie Sheen because he went he went through a period in the '90s where he just kind of like fell off. He was making good movies, in my opinion, but drug issues, a lot of other things going on. This kind of fell in that category. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so, but I don't know. I mean, but I mean, like we said, literally almost three months to the day after this movie came out, the whole O.J. Simpson chase. I don't think we need to really go into that. I think everybody knows what happened there. If you don't, uh, fucking go to YouTube. I don't feel like discussing it right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So, but anyway, I, I really do think this movie is an underrated gem. Uh, Weeb is already putting up the budget was four point five million. The box office was seven million nine hundred twenty four uh you know not not a loser by any any means not a not a box office billionaire either you know yeah 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 decent it made a profit it made a profit it made so a, that's yeah a yeah and obviously that's just box office this movie probably did a little more you know everything else did but um yeah, so, I don't know, man. I mean, I, 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 this movie, this isn't going to be a long one. I can tell you that right now. A uh, movie says it's like an hour and 34 minutes, but that's including a ton of other stuff. So, you know, the opening credits and this and that. I believe the movie's less than an hour and a half total. Yeah, I think it's like an hour and 28, because I actually watched it earlier, and it literally clocked in under an hour and a half. Yeah, I believe it's, uh, let, let me see here, 128.12 is what I've got. So, not a long movie. So you know, first show of uh, first show of 2018, Anthony. Anthony, before yes. we do start this movie, how was your New Year's, sir? I survived. All right, there we go. I'm, a, I'm awake. You're awake. You survived. Yes, I'm awake. Yes. All right. We're gonna have a good year, folks. Because right off the bat, I'm awake for the first show of 2018 for the season premiere. There you go. Um. I posted a little funny thing, a little Goodfellas uh, meme on the uh, THT movie review page. <laughs> yes, that was. <laughs> oh God, I wish I, I I wish we could actually get Ray Liotta to say the, that line right there. I fucked up already. 2019's my year for sure. <laughs> yes, I mean, I, do you think like? Uh... In terms of memes, Goodfellas has given us the greatest memes of all time. Oh. In terms of movie memes, oh, definitely some of them. I mean, I, I think I posted way more than one. It's just they and they all and a lot of them have that you know with uh, you know Henry Liotta slash Henry Hill, just sitting there in the scene where um, 
when he's laughing. When he's really laughing. Yeah, with uh, the, the one with Joe Pesci, you know, funny how. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Yes. God damn. I, I I almost wish we hadn't done that movie, but I'm glad we did. Yes. I almost want to do it again. Hey, you never know. <laughs> You're still young, and I honestly, I never need an excuse to uh, talk about Goodfellas. Nah, there's so many other mafia movies we could do. We could do Gotti, and I would probably be pretty happy with that, too. Gotti, yeah, uh, Gotti's a good one. I mean, we'll have to get to the Godfather eventually, and that'll be a long show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, another one I want to throw this out there. I don't know if you're a fan of it, but Billy Bathgate. We'll do right. that. We'll get to that. Donnie Brasco, obviously, we have to get to that. Uh, like I said, especially after listening to so many of the documentaries on Netflix and realizing how much bullshit in Hollywood theatrical is in that fucking movie. Uh, wow! I'm gonna, watch, I'm gonna make you watch a Gangs of New York too. Gangs of New York? Yeah. Oh, you don't have to make me watch that movie. Yes, that that that. Oh no 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 no! You don't have to make me watch that. I will watch. Matter of fact, I watched it like three weeks ago on Netflix. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, you liked it, didn't you? I, I've uh, Gangs of New York, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Yeah, dude, I've seen that movie a hundred fucking times, if not a thousand. Absolutely love that movie. Absolutely fucking love that movie, man. Yeah, great movie, great acting. Uh, what's his name? Daniel Day-Lewis is a bad motherfucker. I've said before, I think that uh, he may be the greatest movie villain possibly ever, in my opinion, in that movie. Seriously, one of the greatest movie villain, uh, villains I could think of is right there. Oh, yeah, I, I would definitely put him in top five. Yeah, Bill the Butcher, man, he... He was a bad motherfucker, man. Guy got like pneumonia during that movie and shit because he he wouldn't wear the a, a big thick jacket because it wasn't with the times and. Guy goes all out for those characters, man. He's one of those over the top method actors like Jim Carrey, but obviously not as out there oh. as Jim Carrey. And I'm not going to say Jim Carrey's crazy. I will say he's out there. Um, he's just eccentric. But uh, I, you'll never get me to say a bad thing about Jim Carrey. Me neither. Yeah. You know, no. I mean, I know he. I know he's. You know. You know. Past couple of months, he's been doing some weird ass speeches. But Jim Carrey, man, like he's he was like my childhood, man. Like Ace Ventura, you got the mask, you got Dumb and Dumber. Mm -hmm. Just. And I, I'll even a, a movie everyone shit on, and I love was that. Um, what was it? Uh, uh, Thurman. What did it, he played? Thurman, the one. Truman Show. Truman Show. Thank you. The Truman Show. I really liked that movie. I liked the, the whole thing. I mean, yeah, I did too. He was in another one. I don't know if you ever saw it. I want to say um, the movie theater one, uh, The Majestic. I haven't seen it. Well, but uh, Shaheen is bringing up uh, Bruce Almighty. Me, myself, me, myself, and Irene was. Oh, we got it. Well, yeah. I'm good. Thanks, Shaheen. Uh, we we definitely got to hit that one. That one. Oh. So that fucking fun. epic. That's golden. Yes, man. Yes, man. With him was great too. Yes, man. Yeah, it had him, Terrence Stamp. I love Terrence Stamp because of Young Guns. Don't easy. And he was in Wall Street. We talked about him in Wall Street. Check it out out in the archives. Another one is Cable Guy. Cable Guy. Cable Guy. Definitely, we need to get to that one. We 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 could talk a lot about Matthew Broderick and. I mean, he's he's actually one of those actors that's that's killed yes. that's killed somebody. <laughs> yes, 
And he's also in our archives, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, another uh, fun episode we did. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Man, me, myself, and Irene. God damn, that movie is funny. Yes. God damn, that movie. And that's where Jim Carrey has a habit of really dating his love interests in movies. Hey, I'm not mad at him. No, I mean, that's that's where him and Renee Zellweger met. Yes. Yes. Uh, and he, didn't he have a thing uh, with uh, uh, Cameron Diaz? Because she was in a mask. I think her and um, there was another one. He just seems to do movies with them and fall in love with them. Oh, what? I know it. And I, who who was the chicken dumb and dumb? Was it Lauren Holly? Oh yes, Lauren Holly. Yes, Jesus Christ! I don't bl- <laughs> I I don't blame him for that one. Jesus Christ! I would <laughs> definitely. I mean, just going back to her and the Bruce Lee movie. So, you know, dragging the Bruce Lee story. But I don't. Know, I guess we need to go ahead and get into this movie. We'll get this movie over with. Then we can go off track for a little while. Let's just finish this bastard up. Uh, actually, we haven't even started it. Um, let's go ahead and do the usual. We'll go through a few of the uh, actors, and yes. uh, we'll go from there. Anthony, I know you're going to ask. I know the question is coming. Yep, you know, you know what it is. I do, I do, and and why people facts? There are there are two of them actually, and I, another movie I got a little nervous for, nineteen ninety four, pretty much right after MIPD Blue started, but uh, it did work out pretty good. Uh, Joey Sagal, S A G A L, he was Sergeant Hodges in this movie. He was in um, more than one episode. Hold on here. No, he was only in one episode of uh, NYPD Blue, and Claudia. Christian. She played. Give me one second here. I'll tell you exactly who she played. Claudia Christensen played Yvonne Voss, which was the um the stepmother in the in this and in NYPD. She was in uh she was in a double episode of NYPD Blue, a part one, part two, so two episodes. And there it is. So there you go. Always. I told you, man. Every every movie. I'm telling you. Yes. Well. Alright. Let's go ahead and go through some of the main actors in the movie. We got Charlie Sheen, Christy Swanson, oh, uh, Henry fucking Rollins. Yes. In <laughs> in it, it was this like his like debut of acting or I, I think? Uh, let me see, I don't believe so. Like movie, uh, like I think movie debut. This might have been it. Let me see here. Let's go back here. Let's go back here. No, he had done a few things here. Um, uh, uh, no, uh, he did a, a short. He did so. Oh, Kiss Napoleon Goodbye. He was in in 1990. Uh, he played Vanilla Ice in some third base Pop Goes the Weasel thing. IDN4. Never heard of that. He played himself, and then he was the chase. I think the chase was his pretty much his real, like his real movie debut. Uh, then he went on to Johnny John, Johnny Mnemonic. He was in Heat, obviously uh, a little quick part in Heat, Lost Highway, Jack Frost. He was even in. I mean, he's done a bunch of movies since then, but 
Uh, a lot of spoken word stuff I'm seeing. A lot of spoken word stuff. He does a lot of that stuff. He's he's actually a very good speaker. A very, very good speaker. Uh, now, let me ask you, were you a fan of his music? Some of it, yeah. Not a lot of it. Um, he was good, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, I don't know. Just never really got into a lot of his music, but a few of his songs definitely, you know, I mean, actually, uh, funny Shaheen bringing up Liar, Liar uh, for a Jim Carrey movie and uh, The Grinch, Man on the Moon, absolutely. All good fucking movies. Great fucking movies. Um, but uh, Liar, one of the good Henry Rollins songs. Uh, there's a few more. Just never really got really into his shit, though, but he's a very good speaker, and uh, I've heard some of his, um, I guess you could call them lectures. And uh, really good shit, man. Really good shit. Now, we don't have a lot to gauge it on, but based on, you know, his acting work in this flick, do you think he could have went a little further? Because I actually enjoyed him in the chase. Yeah, he probably, he probably could have. I mean, he's a big guy. He had a name for himself already, and that might have hurt him a little bit. But, um I don't know, man. Definitely really good in this movie. He really played that that cocky asshole, cocky, power hungry cop in this movie. Um, and then you had the other gentleman playing the cop, Josh Mostel, who we've spoke about before. Uh, he was in uh, he's in a yeah, he's in a Big Daddy. Yes, you're right. Uh, City Slickers, Billy Madison. City Slickers, uh, tons of movies this guy is in. He's in a ton of shit, but uh, you know, don't really, never really expected to see him playing a cop, but uh, pulled it off, pulled it off. Uh, Wayne Grace, Rocky Carroll, who you've seen in a ton of shit, you, you might not know him. He's been in a bunch of TV shows too, lots of Law and Order. Uh, Ray Wise, who's on a bunch of stuff. Uh, the two I mentioned. Let me see if there's any more of note here that we need to mention. Oh yeah, oh right, yeah. Rocky Carey. He was in a show called Rock. I don't know if you ever watched that. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Carrie Ells was in this. Uh, ah, um, Flea, 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 and Anthony Kiedis. Uh, Ron, Ron, Je Ron, Jeremy was a cameraman yeah. in this movie. I was about to say the greatest cameo of all time. Yeah, fucking Jeremy. Yeah, Ron, <laughs> Jeremy, and um. Yeah, I think that's it. But uh, yeah, definitely, like I said, underrated gem. Not a shitload of uh, mainstream actors, but yeah, Charlie Sheen, Chris, Christy Swanson, and Henry Rollins, and Josh Mostel. They're the four you see prominently in the movie, mostly in the movie. And um, I don't know. I mean, let's go ahead and uh, I guess let's go ahead and. Oh, let's see. Uh, Weebs brings up a little thing here. Any given Sunday, Henry, uh, which we obviously have done, Henry Rollins was offered a role as a football player but turned it down as he felt he did not have the size to make the portrayal believable. Dude, he was probably bigger than some of those goddamn arena football guys. I don't think he would have had a problem. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this movie a little bit. Uh, it is called The Chase. Um... 1994 movie and Charlie basically it starts out with uh, Charlie Sheen driving a silver Volkswagen Volks, Volks, 
Volkswagen, a silver Volkswagen rabbit, and he pulls up to a gas station. Not 100% sure what's going on, but, um, you know, he's in the gas station. You see he's acting nervous. He buys a Butterfinger, shoves it in his back pocket. He's also waiting to get changed for gas. Um, and he does look back and see Christy Swanson in this beginning scene. No words spoken yet except between the cashier and Charlie Sheen. Uh, but you do see once the cops pull up to the gas station, yeah, two cops pull up in a, in a, uh, car, you do see that he starts acting a little bit nervous and twitchy, and then they get a call over the radio about the stolen car. He tries to talk his way out of it, doesn't really work so well. So he starts freaking out a little bit. The cops start questioning him a little bit. And um, let's get to the first scene that we're going to play here, Anthony. Yes. All right. This is right when he sees the cops getting a little shaky. And uh, he knows he's busted. They know it's him. He's busted. So what does he do? Here we go. Let's not do nothing stupid here now. Come on, buddy. Now let her go, okay? We're just talking a stolen car here. Huh? Now put the gun down. You don't want to make things worse for yourself, do you? Huh? Things couldn't possibly... By the way, when you're watching this movie and you're like, man, they were really over the top with some of the acting and comedy, you're right. It was 1994, and they could get away with it. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> you got anything, Anthony? Now, I was going to ask you... Uh... I mean, obviously it was paid for laughs, but I had to ask, how do you think the cops handled the situation? Like, do you think if this were a real-life situation, these cops would handle it the same way? Actually, I think the cops handled the situation all right. I think the stupid clerk, when he was told to get the guns, I, I, I would have pointed my gun at that motherfucker, especially if I had the cop's gun. I would have been going, all right, now you put yours down. And uh, he didn't have a gun at this point. We do find out later in the movie. He uh, and No, actually, we do find out right here. If you're watching this movie, you find out he is actually putting a Butterfinger that I mentioned earlier in her back. Um, yeah. That is what these cops think is a gun. He does end up getting a hold of their guns, which is a whole other scene. But uh, we'll get into a little more of the scene here. Be worse for myself. Don't even think about it, hero. Hey, 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 hey. Now you, join your partner over there. Keep your hands high, both of you. Hey, you. Grab their guns. Who, me? Yes, you, you mutt. Just take it easy. Think about what you're doing. What am I doing? I won't go to jail for this? No, you won't go to jail. Oh. Put him on the floor and kick him over to me. Okay, I do want to point out the second cop the gray-haired gentleman. God damn, is he the worst actor I've ever seen in my life. The worst actor. He literally looks like he's reading his lines off of a paper. So, I don't know. Real quick, it uh, looks like I might have uh, trying to reconnect with Anthony here for some reason and lost him. But I'll get him back in a second here, hopefully. Hopefully I got Anthony back now. Um... But yeah, hopefully give me see something here. All right, there we go. Anthony, you back yet? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, all right. It said you cut out for a second, so. Oh. 
yeah, I'm going to have to uh, slow down a little bit on the sound sharing. But um, there you go. So, yeah, I really think that gray-haired guy is one of the worst fucking actors I've ever seen. The cop. So Yeah, probably his first and last role. Uh, I, to guess. I don't even feel like looking him up in the goddamn thing and finding out. But, uh, yeah, just absolutely horrible. And, um, yeah, this is where the uh, clerk... Literally has the cop, both the cop's guns in his hand and does nothing. I'm not saying I'm a fucking hero, but I certainly would have just fucking wouldn't have let some douchebag do that to me. Sorry. <laughs> Ain't happening, my man. Ain't fucking happening. So I would have little... played a hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's uh, let's play a little more of this and then we'll uh, get more into the movie here. Hold on. Here we go. And kick him over to me, Pele. All right. All right. We get a fumbling clerk here who can't get the guns to him. Uh, he ends up kicking the guns back to the police officers. Um, not too sure how the clerk didn't notice that it was a Butterfinger when he passed him. I guess you could call it being nervous. But anyway, uh, he does get one of the guns. Now, as he's walking out with one of the cop's guns, he has the other one in his pocket. It falls out. It shoots. And he ends up... Uh, now, he does have Christy Swanson, remember, back captive here. And he does get her in the car. Hence the name of the movie, The Chase. And this is also the reason why... Uh, there's not a ton to this movie. Most of this movie is tire squealing and uh, a little uh, and and uh, talking. It was either play a few clips or the whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. basically, this movie is a phone booth on wheels. Uh, the same way. From, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Kind of is. Uh, except this one has a little more comedy in it. This is actually meant to be a little more funny, if you will. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, they finally get out of there, and this is where they start driving. He walks out, he pulls the uh, uh, he pulls the trigger and pops the cop's tires. Now, Henry Rollins and uh, what's his name, Josh Mostel, are two cops in this little town, uh, and they are being filmed by a show kind of like Cops. Uh, when did it, the actual show Cops start, Anthony? Was was it already around at this time? Uh, I want to say it came out. The original Cops show was like a 89, 90. Wow. Man, all right. But um, you know, I'll play a little bit because it, it's right as soon as they uh, they clip go over to them, they kind of uh, talk a little bit about what's going to happen and what they see. And you get a real good idea of Henry Rollins' character here. That's one of the main reasons I want to play it. There's actually two scenes that give you Henry Rollins' full character. And uh, here's one of them here. We've been patrolling. Wait, not yet. Sorry. Okay, we're rolling. Action. We've been patrolling these Newport Beach streets together for what? Six years? Six and a half. Six and a half. You know, when people think Newport Beach, they don't think crime. They think palm trees, the beach. 
But let me tell you, we get as much crime here as in any other city. You know, proportionate-wise. Proportionate-wise, obviously. New York's got, what, 10 million people? 12 million. 12 million people, so obviously there's gonna be more crime in New York than in Newport Beach, proportionately. What do you get here? Uh, mostly domestic violence, crimes, and theft, right? Yeah, we get all that stuff. We get murder, we get prostitution, we get drugs, we get all that stuff. Right, I just want to point out, can you hear the excitement in his voice when he's talking about murder, prostitution, and drugs? Yes. Uh, yes. Thanks, Weeps. I'd look this up uh, real quick. Uh, cops debuted on uh, March 11, 1989. The chase came out March 4th, 1994, so literally five years apart. So. <laughs> yes, and the TV show they're filming for is called The Fuzz. Supposed to be a yeah. you know America's first real cop show, uh, you know obviously you know just a, a, a thing. But uh, play a little more of this. We keep getting into more of Rollins' character, but you can see that he's just a power hungry. Matter of fact, here I'll play it. It's the worst thing you've ever seen. Could be that busload of old seniors that went off the cliff. No, the kids. Oh God, yeah, the kids. You were out on that. Us. This might be a lucky day. 3 9 are at the corner of Magnolia and Viewcrest in pursuit. Let's go get us a bad guy. All right, so they're after him, and um, that's it. Like I said, this this is one of the parts that's that brings Rollins, uh, Henry Rollins' character, sort of into perspective. There's another scene I will play. That even puts it more into perspective, but uh, now they show Charlie Sheen. He's freaking the fuck out. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He's got Christy Swanson in the car, and uh, I, 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 well, she's. You got to let her calm down first. Uh, I mean, you've just kid, <laughs> you just kidnapped this woman. Don't uh, don't add rape to that charge. Uh, you know. Um, <laughs> We were talking about uh, Charlie, not Bill. Yeah. Uh, oh, gee. <laughs> Bill would have given it. I it in the Butterfinger. All right. <laughs> God, I cannot. Uh, I cannot do Bill Cosby for shit. So, sorry about that. But yeah. um, well, neither can most uh, women. No. Nah. Uh, but uh, I'm, so Oops, I'm sorry. Too soon. Not for me. <laughs> I don't care. Um. Uh, but uh, this is this is where Charlie Sheen goes to light a cigarette. He uses the car cigarette lighter. For those of you young people, cars used to have cigarette lighters in them. Uh, there was these little things, and you would push them. Okay, you would push down, and what they would do is they would heat up, and you could light cigarettes with them. I don't think people know about those anymore. I don't even have one in my car. Now it's just called a power a power supply. Wow. Yeah, it, it, I mean, this movie, yeah, I, I really kind of felt a little old seeing some <laughs> a cassette player. Remember those boxes? Yeah, yeah. Shit, don't, don't, don't get me started on cassette tapes. It's not a good thing. I get really upset and angry. Let's not do it. Uh, but anyway, uh, 
the cigarette lighter, there's a reason I mentioned it. Uh, when he pushes a cigarette lighter, she grabs it and literally burns his neck. So the whole time he's driving on the right side of his neck now, he has a big, looks like a bullseye, basically. Right? Pretty much, Anthony? Yeah. yeah, it looks like a bullseye on the right side of his neck in a burn shape. Um, yeah, He starts swerving, and this is actually where um, the two cops see him. God, do they have names? Let's see. Dobbs and Figgis. I'm not sure if it's better to just yes. say... Well, maybe we should just say their real names. Uh, that might be better. Dobbs and Figgis? <laughs> Rollins and Moscow. I, I, I can't call a grown man Figgis. <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck? But anyway, she's, uh, you know, she's freaking out. He's finally gets the thing off of his neck. He points the gun at her, and now the cigarette lighter falls into his lap and it's actually burning a jacket in his lap. And he starts freaking out a little bit. He's throwing the thing out. He finally gets the lighter outside. He's pissed because he's like, God damn it, how am I going to smoke a fucking cigarette now? And uh, I, I got to shut this chat room down. It's killing my fucking internet. So here we go. Uh, he finally gets to start, uh, he gets the thing outside, but God damn it, how's he going to smoke a cigarette uh, but anyway, from here, I want to play this next, uh, this is another scene where we get a little more of Henry Rollins' character. I, I, I just don't want to call him Dobbs. So, here we go. There's a commuter, sir, here. We got ourselves a very sticky situation. This girl's relying on us to rescue her safely. If I let this guy out of my sights, there's a very good possibility that we will never see her alive again. All right, so you got your gloom and doom cop here who, in the back of his mind, maybe he wants it to go bad. You know what I mean? He kind of wants the bad situation, but uh, they're really running from the cops now through city streets. They um, haven't got to the freeway yet. But hold on one second. I want to play a little more of that scene, actually, if you'll give me one second here. Uh, real quick, I had a little random factoid if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. Uh the uh, cameraman that's uh, filming the uh, two cops in a car. Mm-hmm. That's actually uh, Carrie Ells' his brother. Yes, it is. Um, his name is uh, Cassian Ells. Yes, it is. And he's, I believe, one of the actual producers of the movie and is an actual producer, by the way. Yes. And this is actually not the first time he worked with Charlie Sheen. No. And he's also in Men at Work. Yes, and this is not the first time Charlie Sheen and Christy Swanson have worked together. I don't know if you know that or not, but it's not. Um, they were in Hot Shots also. Oh, yeah, you're right. In yeah. 1991. I didn't realize that was her in this movie either. But, yeah, this is actually... And they were also in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Christy Swanson didn't have a huge part in that movie, but she was in that movie. She was the little girl on the phone. Yeah. With Ferris Bueller who handed the phone to another girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, you know, they were still in the movie together. So there you go. Three movies these they've actually done together. But uh, play a little more of this scene. It actually goes into the next scene. So we'll just make it a long scene. Again, we're just getting a little more of uh Oops, I went forward instead of backwards. God damn these HD movies. 
This thing's fucking 1080p, so it's fucking a little bit slow. Uh, here we go. This is actually going to run into the same scene I played. Let's just play it a little bit. Rescue her safely. If I let this guy out of my sights, there's a very good possibility that we will never see her alive again. If we can get him to a place where there's a minimum of traffic or a back road or something, we can attempt to shoot out tires, but the abundance of cars here makes that highly dangerous. Obviously, you always want to keep vehicular intercourse down to a minimum at all times. We don't want this guy who's spinning out and hitting a busload of nuns or anything. Okay, yes, he said vehicular intercourse. First of all, yes. I want to point out those two words, vehicular intercourse. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Just let that simmer for a minute. Let that marinate. Marinate the vehicular intercourse. That's what I want to do. There you go. <laughs> and then, of course, like I said, the gloom and doom cop. God, we wouldn't want him to run into a fucking truckload of nuns or something. That'd be kind of cool, huh? Yeah. All right. But uh, once again, vehicular intercourse. Soak it in, people. Soak it in. Yep. Yep. That's a good line. Okay. Here we go. A little more. <laughs> Every day, huh? Listen, uh, what's the thing you like best about being cop? Here we go. Well, for me, it's the respect and power that the position commands. I mean, I feel like a combination of Bruce Springsteen and Sylvester Stallone out there. I don't know whether I'd be busting bad guys or signing autographs. I'm kind of like being a star. Okay. That's the scene that tells you. Henry Rollins is not only the power-hungry mad guy, but he's a little delusional. <laughs> yes. He's uh, he's the kind of guy you might call questionable to be a cop. You know? <laughs> yes. Might be a little questionable on whether or not he should really be a fucking cop. Uh, but yes. still, pretty funny. You know, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Did you, did you think... <laughs> Did you think he met all the uh, criteria for the uh, stereotypes of cops in movies? Oh, dude, he he literally he looks like every stereotypical cop. He really does. I mean, he's got the fucking buzz cut. He's a jack yeah. dude. He and Get you know, shoulders. yeah, and he's yeah. got the faces in this movie. He, you know, he's always looking concerned and like, what's going on? He's just got that face of, you know, but uh, yeah, this, it's just fucking amazing, uh, in my opinion. I, I really do like fucking Henry Rollins. I, I really, I, I kind of wish he did more movies, to be honest with you. So. And, uh, oh, Box, uh, real quick. Uh, I looked up a little fact. Remember that cop that you said was a terrible actor? Mm -hmm. He actually has done a lot. Hey, good for him. <laughs> Me. Maybe. He's from Houston, Texas. Yeah, maybe he he's what? He's from Houston, Texas. Oh, all right. And uh, he's an author. He's played a variety of small roles in motion pictures shot in Texas. So <laughs> there you go. That's his claim to fame. Wow. Well, some of this movie was actually shot in Houston. As much as yeah. as much as you think it's all in 
you know, as much, as much as they make you think it's all in uh, California, some of this, a lot of the highway scenes were shot in Houston on I-20. Oh. So. Oh, I'm looking at some of his uh, credits here. He was actually in JFK. Really? Yes, he was the uh, Mercer uh, interrogator. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, we're just putting out some, uh, also gave us some of the highest grossing films of 1994. Let's, um, let's go over these real quick and then we'll get back to the movie. Number 10 is Clear and Present Danger. Uh, I'm just going to round off here. 215 million. Interview with a Vampire, 223 million. Uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, 245 million. Dumb and Dumber, 247 million. Uh, number six is the Flintstones with three. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, 341 million. Speed, 350 million, man. That's pretty fucking good, bro. Uh, the Mask. We already talked about Jim Carrey, 351 million. Also, uh, let's see, True Lies, excellent movie, 378 million. For Forrest Gump, which I get a lot of shit for this, but I did not care for that movie. Um, I'm sorry, I just didn't. 677 million. And Lion King, believe it or not, number one movie of 1994, number highest grossing movie of 1994. $766 $766 million. Uh, actually, $766,964,132. Jesus Christ, that movie was a fucking money-making machine. No, yes. my God. Still making money. Still, and, um... yeah, they still, I mean, they even have a cartoon, you know, Lion, the, 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 the Lion's, Pride or something. My kid hates it. Believe it or not, my kid hates it. <laughs> yeah, I got. I got to be honest, man. Like I'm looking at this top ten list, and I maybe not all of them, but I, I could see a couple of these uh, popping up on the uh, show sometime this year. Yeah, maybe. Lies, man. Yeah, I mean, we've done Dumb and Dumb. The Mask, we've got to do. Speed. Uh, it's, yeah. I could just talk like Keanu online and be like, hey, "Oh, look, my look." Oh. That's- Oh, what do you do? What do you do? Meanwhile, I love Counter Reeves. I forget. I'm just joking. But uh, let's go ahead a little more. Um, about seven seconds left until the part that I was going to play anyway. Uh, get a little more into this. Here we go. A little more of uh, Henry. What do you mean? I feel sick. No, don't you dare. Don't you dare throw up. Breathe. Take in some air. Put your head out the window. Don't drive so fast. Don't drive so fast? What are you, mad? I'm being chased by the cops. What are you being chased by cops? You drive fast, got it? Well, I get car sick. Well, then put your head out the goddamn window. What are you waiting for? Look at that, she's got her head out the window. What's she doing? Maybe she's trying to signal us. You know what she's saying? No, no, I can't make her face out clearly. Oh, oh. oh she's puking. Oh, she's puking. That yes. I'm not quite sure why I uh, wanted to play the puking part, but brings up a question. 
I mean, we all know Charlie Sheen. So, uh, Anthony. Yeah. You think he did with uh, Christy or what, man? But he... I think he not. I not. I think he not only did it, but I think he had it written into the contract before a single scene was filmed. Maybe. I mean, there's a little scene, in, you know, a little while down the road, which uh, they do fool around a little bit, and basically she does bang him while they're driving. But I don't know. Yeah, who was it we were talking about? Uh, a couple weeks or last week? Oh, I'm sorry. A couple. Uh, we talking about Bruce Willis? Yeah. I think Charlie Sheen has that same type of aura about him, where he can just not because you know you. Charlie Sheen has that kind of like vacant way of talking and being like not present. But yeah, I, I can see that working for him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I can see that. I, can see I that. mean, clearly it's worked. Clearly it's worked for him. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Clearly. Um, all right. Now we we go a little more. Obviously, they're running from the police, which that's uh, obviously the name of the movie, The Chase. <laughs> and. Um, Right now, what we've got here is the another cop. They finally find out who the car belongs to, and her father, uh, Chrissy Swanson's father, is known as one of the most like richest men in California. Actually, in this movie, they refer to him as the Donald Trump of California. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a funny line. I'm not sure if I'm gonna. I don't know if I had it set to play or not. So I would just. I figured I'd mention it, but. Uh, I can play the part right here where he, where they're walking in, and the, uh, I guess this would be the lieutenant, maybe sergeant, finds out what's oh, going yes. on. What? And he goes off. I love it. Yeah. This is one of my favorite parts, actually. Here we go. My division on the shoot first, ask questions later philosophy. Excuse me, sir. Can't you see I'm busy? I think you're going to want to know about this right away, sir. We just got a positive ID on that red BMW. Mm. Hold on to your beans, sir. It's registered to a Miss Natalie Nordoff Voss. She's the young lady hostage, sir. So who's Natalie Nordoff Voss? Well, Voss, sir, like in Dalton Voss. No, not the Dalton Voss. Are you saying that our hostage belongs to Dalton Voss? Yes, sir. His one and only daughter. Holy shit. Yes, sir. How many cars in pursuit? Oh, two, sir. Two? There ought to be 20. Why are there only two? Uh, the, the, the funeral, sir. Uh, third car's on its way. Three stinking little cars. Where's our chopper? Uh, we loaned it to that film company, sir. Well, why the hell did we do that? Well, you approved it, sir. Uh, we haven't needed to use the chopper for quite some time. Since that Marin County brush fire, sir. This is a fine. How do you do? Get that chopper back now, sir. There we go. Who's Natalie Boss? All right, actually, you know what? This is actually the part right here. I'm going to go ahead and play this because this is the part I just mentioned, so what the hell? Boss's daughter. Boss is the Donald Trump of California. There you go. The richest men in America. You guys really struck gold tonight, huh? All right, so there you go. They're the Donald Trump of California, one of the richest men in America, so... You know, that's who her dad is. And her dad is played by, what's his name? Ray Wise. Wise. Um, you may be going, oh, I don't really know who that is. You probably do. Uh, Ray Wise has been in, <sighs> Jesus Christ. RoboCop, the original RoboCop. He was in Swamp Thing. Yep. He was in uh, Twin Peaks. I don't know if you ever saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you could. Uh, he was in a Jeepers Creepers 2. Yep. Trapper John. Fresh off the... He's in a, uh, 
little he's uh in uh, something currently called Fresh Off the Boat. Right. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel about that title. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know he was all right. Yeah, he was. In, he did a, a bunch of episodes of Twin Peaks, like you said. Uh, Second Chances he was in. Let's see, what's some other uh, anything else? Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, he was actually in a, a couple episodes of that. But you've seen this guy. I would call him a little more of a TV actor than a yeah. movie actor. Yes, he's obviously done some movies. Don't don't sit there. Well, he's obviously done yeah. movies. He's in a fucking movie. Um, oh. Yes, he has. But he was in six episodes of Twenty Four. He's been in Law and Order SVU. He goes way back. He was in Charlie's Angels an episode of that. He uh, did Barnaby Jones. Oh, he was he an episode did... of the fucking A Team, dude. He goes way fucking back, dude. Way Lou back. Grant, Dallas, DJ yep. Hooker, Heart to Heart, yep. Remington, Remington Steel, Jesus Christ. Yep, <laughs> yep. Got a few movies coming out right now. Uh, you know, coming up I'll be in uh, 2018, he's got one too. So, I don't know, man. I guess we'll see what happens with the guy. But uh, I definitely know who he is. I would say the main movie I know him from, though, is RoboCop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'd have to look this up. He actually did an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger. I think he would have been like a a good adversary for Chuck Norris. I think that'd be a pretty cool uh, little fight scene between those two. Yeah, I think Chuck probably kicked the living shit out of him, though. Of course, that's what Chuck Norris does. God, he's a badass. Fucking man. Can't say a bad thing about Chuck Norris. Uh, you know what? I don't care how old he is. I would still be fucking a little bit scared of the guy. Um... But anyway, they do bring this chase finally onto the uh, freeway, which is not very good. Actually, they ask him why it's not good. Uh, actually, right here, they ask him why it's not good that they brought the chase on the freeway. And let's go ahead and find out why. This is bad. This is really bad. Oh, I can't see the S1 on TV, can I? It's good. Cool. Leave it. All right. Why is this so bad? Taking the chase on the freeway heightens the stakes complicates things greatly for us. This guy's really pissing me off. Like I said, lots of tires squealing in this movie. Um, but yeah, they, they're basically they keep going here and they're driving and driving. Now there is a news helicopter that gets a hold of them. They're they're basically just uh they were really just giving you traffic updates, but then they see the car. Uh here we go, we can play it. Here we go. Other than that, it's a pretty good commuting to the Whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. I think we got a situation developing on the southbound lane. Yes, it appears we're picking up a high-speed pursuit. Bill and Wendy, do you see this in the studio? Yes, Byron, we surely do. It does appear as though we're watching a high-speed chase unfold live. Bill, I'm going to follow this late-breaking story, see if we can get a little bit closer. Uh, Andy, uh, take it down a little bit and see if you can stay with the red car. Now, two things I want to point out here. The... In this movie here... Um, the, uh, plane, the, I'm sorry, the helicopter is for Channel 8 News. Um, in Channel 8 News, the logo 
is basically an eight ball. If you look at it. Um, (laughs) Basically. Now, here's the funny thing about that. Uh, Charlie Sheen in this movie has an eight ball on his hand, too. There's that. Now, if I remember... Probably had an eight ball on his nose, too, but that's another story. Well, that's a different eight ball. Now, (laughs) if I remember correctly, in the movie Cadence... Didn't he get eight balls tattooed on his hand? Uh, I can't remember, but I, I believe so. Isn't that why he got put in the brig in that movie? I believe that's why. You weren't supposed to have tattoos on your hands. So that's kind of another little thing. I mean, Cadence was before this movie. It was in 1990. So I don't know. Maybe it was a little, you know, little little kickback to that. But, um, you know, I'm, we'll get into Charlie Sheen. We've talked about him before. That's why I didn't go through a ton of the movies. Oh, excuse me. A ton of the movies that he's been in, but, um, you know, one of my favorite movies he's ever been in was Beyond the Law, where he uh, was the true story of Daniel Saxton. So, you know, the the cop that went after the biker gang. <clears throat> well, I actually have to get to that because it was, it was, I mean, just the visual of seeing a, a, a chunkier version of Charlie Sheen was. It was quite the he was quite the visual in that movie. He had yeah. the beard, the long hair. Yeah, he was definitely a, a lot heavier than any movie I've ever seen him in. Yeah, it was, he was very un Charlie Sheen like in that movie. Oh yeah, big fat. He had a he had a he had a dad bod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had dad bod, but that's probably one of my favorite movies that Charlie Sheen is in. Is that one right there? But um, little thing, one of the trucks, not this scene, not the truck in this scene. But uh, one of the trucks that he passes by um, is Blump's, B-L-U-M-P, Blump's Foods Company. The Blump's name is the, now the, the, the director of this movie is Adam Rifkin. The name Blump you see somewhere in every single one of his movies. Any film he directs, you see the name Blump's Food Service or Blump something in it. Uh, and the picture he uses of the woman, that's his actual grandmother. Very cool. So, yeah. Now, this is the scene where uh, Charlie Sheen cuts off a truck and and dead bodies start flying all over the road, which, kind of weird, kind of gross, but, um, you know, a part of the movie. So, but uh, right after that is where I'm going to uh, start playing it a little bit. And this is kind of where him and uh, Christy Swanson start talking a little bit. And uh, we'll get to it right here. Pretty likable guy, but I'm not pointing a gun at somebody. I know you don't believe me, but it's true. You got to trust me. Shit! Why do things always go so wrong for me? Maybe you bring it on yourself. Maybe you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Maybe I do. Maybe you're a brat. Maybe I am. Would you please just stop and let me out? I promise I won't let them shoot you. You won't let them shoot me. Well, that's very nice, and I appreciate that, but I can't do that. Not yet. Seeing that we're going to be traveling companions for a while, I thought we should get better acquainted. My name is Jack, and you are... You can't do this. Do what? This! You can't... You can't just kidnap somebody and, and threaten to kill them and then expect them to be cute and nice. Why not? You just can't, okay? It doesn't work that way. You are a terrorist. Why should I be nice back hey, to you? Hey, 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 all right. First of all, I am not a terrorist, all right? 
terrorists have, have ratty beards and blow up airports. And secondly, there are no rules on how to kidnap people. There's no rule that says you can't be cordial and nice. Okay, so real quick, Anthony. Yes. Take this scene, 2018. Could they even play this scene right now because of what he just said about the airports? and? Fuck, fuck no. <laughs> I mean, this would have to be, I mean, this wouldn't be deleted on like network TV or something, but yeah. in a movie theater, Hollywood saying something like that? And I, and this is I'm actually surprised they got away with it then because this was a a year after the original uh, World Trade Center uh, bombings. Yeah, but this was 19. Do P, this was 1994. The movie was probably already filmed by that time, if you think about it. It's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, it just it wasn't such a sensitive war, and I hate saying that, but it wasn't such a sensitive fucking world in '94. I was making damn good money, and I was just out of and I was just out of high school in '94. I remember, well, you remember <laughs> some of it. Yes, 1994 was a long time ago. <laughs> Thank you. I know. No, '94 was a good year, but uh, I don't know, man. Do you think that line would get cut? today i think it would in an, in, in in a movie yeah i i don't know like i said i don't know if it would on like network tv if they played this movie i haven't watched this movie on network tv but possibly i mean we were talking about you know trading places and if you watch it on network tv now they can't say the you know in the in this building it's either kill or be killed when they're walking into the world trade center that line is not in the network, I mean, it's it's on Netflix, thank God, but it's not in there, man. It's not in the, you know, if you watch this on the network, but if you watch it on, like, a cable channel or Netflix, it's on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah but if they play this on, like, TBS, don't expect that line to be in there because it won't be. So, no, I don't think this line would be able to be in there either. But, uh, you know, they they do talk a little bit. After a while, they finally do start talking a little more. She calms down. Um, they kind of even start bonding a little bit, in a way. Yes. You know, joking around a little bit. And, you know, I'll play yeah. it here. Give me one second, and I'll play a little more here. This is actually right where her father walks into the police station. And yes. uh, I'll play a little bit of that, too, right now. Here we go. Mr. Voss, Mrs. Voss, I want you to know, as far as we can ascertain, your daughter is perfectly safe. Perfectly safe? She's being held hostage in the middle of a goddamn high-speed chase. How can you say she's perfectly safe? If she were perfectly safe, she'd be at home locked up where she belongs. Unharmed, sir. That's what I meant. Uh, perfectly unharmed. Our officers are... What? 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 No. No, he said she'd be home. She'd be, if she was fine and she was safe, she'd be home. She'd be home locked up. Locked up. Sounds like, she, sounds, like, sounds like a Randy Savage promo or something. Talking to Liz. She'd be home locked up like she should be. Not out here flirting with the boys. The hell she thinking, man? Thinking, thinking, thinking. Oh shit! <laughs> you 
go ahead, Bob. Finish your scene. Was that kind of like that? Was that good? You like? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All That's right. why I set it up for you. All right. Why I set it up. <laughs> there we go. Diligent pursuit. Oh, poor little Natty in a brand new car. Now you look here, Boyle. You stop trying to give me this bullshit. It was your incompetent officers that allowed all this to happen in the first place. Now I want my daughter out of this jeopardy now. I can assure you, Mr. Voss, my main concern is your daughter's safety. CHP has been notified and will be providing assistance from. Uh... Just do your goddamn job the right way for a change, all right? Okay, okay. Be cool, Jack. Be cool. Don't panic. Don't panic. Think, 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 think. Breathe. Things are way out of control. You did not actually kidnap anyone. Oh, well, in case you've forgotten, you kidnapped me. I mean, I didn't intend to kidnap anyone. Oh, pardon me, but is there a difference? Well, of course there's a difference, you moron. Intent means you planned something. I didn't plan anything. Oh, so somebody held a gun to your head and made you hold a gun to my head? In a way, yes. All right. There you go. Now it's basically just, uh... Now it's just kind of a rush to get the daughter out of the car, obviously, but they're, <coughs> excuse me, I'm a mess tonight. They're turning this into a huge media spectacle, which is obvious. They do this all the time. So that's basically what they're doing, though, turning us into a huge media spectacle. There's all kinds of things going on, but, um, you know, her dad finally goes down, but, uh, they do start getting into another chase, and or, well, they're not another chase, but the same chase. Now, as they're driving, one of the cops he sees a shotgun pointed at his tires, and as they're driving, now Charlie Sheen holds the gun out the window as they're pointing the shotgun. Now, right as Charlie Sheen pulls puts the gun out the window, they hit a rock which sends them into a flip. They think he shot the gun, but he he did and he didn't. The rock is what made him flip over. But uh, I'll go ahead and actually play right there from right where the car is flipping over. And they start talking about how good of a shot he is and everything. So here we go. Hold on one half a second. Here we go. This is truly dramatic footage. Byron, was that a gunshot we saw come out of the driver's side window? Yes. Yes, that's affirmative, Wendy. It appears the assailant shot out the tires on the cop car, causing the catastrophe. This guy must be a sharpshooter to have such impeccable aim at such high speeds. Possibly an ex-Marine. Holy shit. You see him flip over? I didn't mean to do that. Well, what do you think is going to happen when you shoot a tire out at 80 miles an hour? I, I don't know. I, I just went off. I didn't mean to shoot him. Well, what were you going to do? Squirt water at him? Hey, shut up for a minute. Let me think. Your voice is cutting through my... All right. So there you go. By the way, all her smart-ass attitude just makes her fucking hotter in this movie. Uh, just thought I would say that. <laughs> now, now, you know, you talked about the, uh, the line about the airport bombing joke. How they probably wouldn't fly today. Mm -hmm. Just because of the dynamic and everything that's going on with the uh, whole, you know, rape allegations. Do you think that a lot of the uh, women's rights people will be on it thinking like, oh, they will be on this plot today if it came out? You know, she's too weak. She's, you know, she's coming off as too, uh, 
weak-minded, too much of a ditz, blah, 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 that type of thing. Well, they would until she starts fucking him and then be like, well, that's okay. That's understandable. I mean, it's Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. You know what? I, I have to be honest. I'm not sure anymore what's going to piss everyone off. So I just say what the fuck I want. If it pisses you off, oh well. I apologize. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Pretty fucking sad world we live in when a fucking random ass movie from 1994. Probably couldn't get made today because of pettiness. <laughs> yeah, I really don't think this. I mean, this movie could get made, but it would not be the same movie, man. It just wouldn't be the same movie. Um, anyway, let's get back to it. Finally, they do realize that uh, the police realize that she has a phone in her car. And yeah, I'm sorry. I thought I heard something. I'm sorry. I thought I heard something in the background there. Uh, anyway. Uh, they do realize she has a phone in her car, and they call it. Now, I'm not going to play where the cop's talking to him because the cop is doing the same thing. Usual, try to turn yourself in, blah, blah, blah. But when her dad gets on the phone, I will uh, go ahead and play the scene from right where her dad gets on the phone. Here we go. Jackson Hammond, this is Dalton Voss. Daddy, help me. Do something. If you harm my daughter, I'll kill you myself, you stinking son of a bitch. You hear me? Tell him you're fine. Do it. Natalie? I'm fine. There, you hear that? She's fine. Well, Dalton Voss, this is truly an honor. Okay, Hammond, cut the crap. How much do you want? How much what do I want? Money, you asshole. Come on, I don't want to pander to the likes of you. Just tell me how much you want and it's yours. Well, it's very kind of you, Mr. Voss, but I'm really not interested in your goddamn money. Of course he's interested in your money. What else could he want? Don't make me lose my patience, Hammond. $50,000. $50,000? That's all your daughter's worth to you? You're a billionaire. That's pathetic. All right, fine. $100,000 then? What the hell do you want? An airplane? What? Look, I don't want your money. I don't want your planes. Come on. I didn't just fall off a turnip truck. Well, that must have been a yam wagon. Your pop's got a good sense of humor. Let me talk to my daughter. Natty, honey. I'm here. Your father and I will get you out of this no matter what it costs. Understand? Be brave, darling. All right. I'll get back to the scene, but you can hear in this that her parents don't really... All they want to do... They're the type that think money can take care of every problem in the world. Yes. And... This is a pivotal scene because this is where they kind of bond. Right. Right, right, and I'm going to play the rest of the scene, but I wanted to pause it real quick, kind of long. But yeah, this is where you see that, you know, Charlie Sheen stands up to him, and she's like, holy shit, no one's ever fucking done that. And we'll get to that scene in just a second, but you can definitely see that these are two people who think money can solve every problem, blah, blah, blah. And um, this isn't about money, so they're sort of flabbergasted of what to do, what what's happening. And uh, here, let's go ahead and play more. That man isn't trying anything funny, is he? No, Yvonne, he isn't trying anything funny. Natalie, your mother and I... Stepmother! Natalie, don't start. Well, she isn't my mother, is she? But can we not go through this right now? I'm being held hostage in a speeding car, remember? Don't you smartmouth me, young lady. You have put me in a very touchy situation. I'm supposed to be in a plane for Paris, for Christ's sake. Sorry, Daddy. I swear I don't know what's gotten into you, Natalie. 
It's been one headache after another, hasn't it? What is your problem? I've tried to give you everything you want. She takes you for granted, Dalton. She's spoiled. Hey, hey, hey! What's the matter with you people? Your daughter is going through a crisis right now and does not need to be berated like this. Now you listen to me, Hammond. No! You listen to me, Dalt! Who talks to their daughter that way? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. She's obviously fallen into an unfortunate situation here and could use just a little bit of compassion. You think about it, asshole. <sighs> no offense, but what a dickhead. Tell me about it. Hammond? All right, so... Like Anthony said, this is a pivotal scene in the movie, and it really is because, like we said, he stands up to her father, and we find out in a few more minutes that no one's ever stood up to her father like that, and he's like, well, someone fucking needed to. Um, but it also gave her a little, uh, I believe she got a little moist from it, Anthony. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, if you were watching it, if you watch this movie in HD, you probably can hear it. Yeah, yeah, you might be able to hear some squishing, but she definitely, uh, it definitely made her think a little bit and, you know, just kind of be like, holy shit, you know, like I said before, no one's ever fucking done that, but, and like I said, the media's playing it up, they've got these, you know, terror on the freeway and this and that thing's going, um, but the next scene that we're going to get to, give me one sec here, let me get to it, is a little more of the uh, the TV guy talking to uh, the other two guys. This is basically where they, you know, they, they think they're off the record a little bit. They start talking a little more like people. Uh, here we go. Been on a chase this long before? Are you kidding? We go on chases all the time. Never this long, though. Not this long exactly, but yeah, we go on a lot of chases. <laughs> Can't forget. Scared? This, this is off the record, right? Yeah, of course. Scared shitless. We're no wimps, though. No, I'm not saying we're wimps. We're just, a, we're just people like everybody else. Well, obviously we're people. Standard issue street soldiers. Standard issue street soldiers. That's a great tagline. Thanks. Came up with that myself. <laughs> All right, once again, seeing a little bit of Henry Rollins there. Standard, standard issue street soldiers. Um, unfortunately, this is what a lot of people think cops are. He really does play the, I mean, like you said before, does he play the stereotypical cop? I really think this is what most people think every cop is like. Yes. Just... Power hungry dickhead. And, you know, I'm I'm not gonna get into it because, you know, me and Shaheen have gotten into it enough, and I'm sure we'll get into it again. But um, you know, not all cops are as uh power hungry as he is. I'm sure there's plenty like him, but uh not all of them are. But yes. I'll play a little more of this because again Charlie Sheen's talking a little bit, but I'm gonna play a little more of this scene and then we'll uh get to the next one. So why do you hate your stepmom? What makes you think I do? Just a hunch. She's a twit. She obviously married my father for his money, but he's too stupid to notice. She tries to control everything and everybody, but she can't control me. Sounds like chaos. I should have gone away to college, then I wouldn't have to listen to their bitching. What about your real mom? She lives in LA. Don't tell me. 
You don't like her either, right? No, I, I do. I do. It's just that she'd rather be my best friend than my mom. And I get so frustrated. I just want to do something. Like what? I don't know. Something. Something other than what I'm supposed to do. She wants to be a bad girl. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You saw that look in Charlie Sheen's eyes. He's like, mm-hmm. I know what this shit's about, my man. Yeah, bad girl. Dirty girl. And I'm here for it all. <laughs> Dirty. Yeah, that's it. Charlie knows what he's doing. Um, the next scene is where her real mother does walk in. Natalie, her real mother, walks in with her boy toy. Who literally looks like a young step, a young dad. The other, they really look like, like he could have been him in the younger years. You know what I mean? Yeah. That could be his son, is what I'm saying. His real yes. son. Just, yeah. Her mother, uh, Chrissy Swanson's mother, I'm talking about in the movie, uh, clearly has a type. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. But just kind of weird how much they do look alike in this movie. Um, but she's a real, you know, weird, rich type, I guess you could just say. And, uh, but yeah, they're, they're going on a little more. And, um, you know, as, like I said, the news is building and as it's building, they got the radio on and they hear her on there. And, uh, once again, you did hear her just a little while ago. She's starting to open up to him a little bit and, you know, a little more than she should, but she's less scared now and sort of actually talking to him and bonding a little more. And uh, let's hear a little more of that. Halfway to T1, right now in her hijacked BMW. Dalton Boss, you will remember, was recently the subject of public outcry when he decided to tear down 14 blocks of low-income housing in East L.A. to build a mid-city commuter airport. He... Jack, it's me. All right. Now, real quick, you see they're having fun, uh, you know, in the car a little bit. And, you know, he's really trying to get her mind off of all the bullshit that's happening and the fact that they're in a speeding chase with police behind him. Now his lawyer calls. And, uh, you know, because his lawyer just kind of find out, found out what was going on. But now we uh, we get to hear his lawyer. And I'll play the call. I wasn't actually planning on it, but what the hell? Here you go. Yari. My lawyer. Jack? Oh, I told you never to call me here. Jack, this is wrong. This is very, very wrong. Oh, by the way, we haven't brought up why he's doing this yet. Have we, Anthony? Anthony? All right. We have not brought up why he's actually doing what he's doing here. He was wrongfully accused of some burglaries uh, we do hear about it now but we haven't even discussed why 
he was running, why he stole the car, why he took her hostage, and why he's in this car chase. So right now, let's hear his lawyer and him actually, he can explain it obviously better than I can, so let's do this. I mean, I know you're disappointed. Disappointed? How about destroyed, Ari? How about devastated? Jack, this is not the way to beat the system. Screw the system. No, not screw the system. Massage the system, play the system, work the system, but don't screw the system because the system's going to screw you more. I massaged the system, didn't I? Huh? Didn't I do everything right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, damn straight I did. Where did it get me? San Quentin! We can't give up now. What do you want me to do, sit around and rot for the next 25 years while you come up with a better idea? Oh, wait a minute, Ari. Now I'm a kidnapper. I'm probably looking at life. Uh, forget it, pal. It's just ain't my year. Look, Jack. Why don't you just let the girl out? Nobody's going to hurt you if you just give yourself up. We'll come back, we'll talk, we'll figure something else out. Maybe we can get the public behind you. Public outcry against injustice is a very powerful tool. Oh, yeah, the public's going to love my ass. The red-nosed robber kidnaps the richest girl in the country. Probably get my own sitcom. Don't underestimate the public. I ain't stopping. Taking this one all the way to Mexico. I'm going Latin, Chief. Jack, Mexico isn't the answer. You're innocent. We'll get a retrial. We'll get that blood tested, Mr. You'll eventually get out, so just stop the damn car. Give yourself up before it's too late. Look, Barry, in case I don't get another chance to say this, I just wanted to say thanks for everything. You're really the only honest man I know. He did something nobody else ever did, Ari. He believed in me. I really appreciate that. Jack, quit talking crazy. You're talking like it's over. Listen, I still believe in you. I'm still working hard. We can beat this thing together. I can get you out. I'm already out, Ari. I'm already out. All right, so there you go. You see a little bit of it. I think the next scene actually gets a little deeper. Um, actually, no, the next scene actually is uh, the scene that uh, we've talked about this scene in the movie before. This is where the Red Hot Chili Peppers flee and Anthony Kiedis actually are in this movie. They do a quick cameo. They're in a green monster truck. Uh, and I can't even do the scene justice. Here we go. Right. You just passed the flower pole. They'll be coming up pretty soon. So just slow down a little, Dale. Pump, man. Pump! Stupid! Couldn't stop a snail on a salt bed. You see him yet? No, not yet. Will you see him? Tell me quick. I will. Now, when I give the order, you ram him hard into the guardrail, Dale. That'll stop him. I'm a little I know you are, Dale. I am. Time to stop those little yuppie pumps, Dale. Dude, are we going to be on TV? You know we are, dude. That's fine. You know we are. Did either of you ever actually kill anybody? Not yet. I did. How did it feel? It didn't feel like I thought it would. It felt shitty. It felt wrong. But what can you do? Pardon, there's nothing you could do. That's what I keep telling myself. Of course, I'd do it again if I had to. I mean, it's my job. All right, so here you have the Henry Rollins tough guy, power-hungry cop, and then you have the other guy, 
playing the been on the job a long time. You know, Henry Rollins is sort of not the rookie. I'm not going to say the rookie, but he's the the young, hungry, you know, you know, hasn't been on the job long enough to really understand what's going on. And then there's, you know, Josh who's sitting over there and, you know, he's the, supposedly the, you know, the veteran and everything. And, you know, he's done more and kind of has a different outlook. And he's more the person of the bunch of the two of them. So, you know. There you go. Anthony, you back yet? All right. Anthony must have gone to, I don't know, eat, take a shit. Who knows? But, uh, but um, you know, we keep going in the movie a little bit. We'll, we'll play a little more of that. Uh, actually, we're not going to play more of that because basically what happened now is they uh, go to the camera. And, um, you know, there's still tons of fucking cops behind these guys. But actually, we'll play a little more. Here you go. No, we won't. I lied. Uh, they're actually heading into Mexico, which we which we heard now. They are barricading the California-Mexico border. They're putting up bulldozers, police cars, SWAT vehicles, uh, every fucking thing they can think of. They're putting out in front of this as a barricade, and uh, you know they're that that's exactly that's all they're doing is putting vehicles in front of this. Channel Eight News pulls up. Uh, they're still in the chase. They're running around again. I'm not going to play much of the, yeah, there's a little more, but I believe right here though, is where they talk about the, uh, more reasons. Here we go. What do you think was in there? A knife or something? Got mace. If I had mace, I would have used it by now. You're not a very smart criminal. Thank you. That's what I've been trying to tell you. So you're going to tell me why you're on the run? wouldn't believe me. I'm not so sure I believe me anymore. Try me. I promise you won't laugh. Why would I laugh? Okay, two years ago, I'm sitting at home watching a ball game. Dodgers are losing. I hate the Dodgers. You want to hear this or not? I'm sorry. At the same time, on the other side of the city, some guy robbing a bank dressed like a clown. Clown? Yes, a clown. It seems that some jerk had knocked off several banks in a clown outfit. The media and all of their originality picked up on this and labeled him the red-nosed robber. So I'm coming out of Osco's a couple days later. There's two cops waiting for me. Bang, they pick me up, pull me in. Why would they haul you in? Let me get to that. I was stuck in Sonoma. The only job I could wrangle was playing a clown at kids' birthday parties, which wasn't such a bad gig. Flexible hours, a lot of free cake. One of my neighbors, some old battle axe, sees the story on the news. She calls the cops. They get a search warrant, crash down the door, and they find the costume. It's all over. Did you have to wear those big shoes? I knew you'd make fun of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Go on. Sorry, he keeps saying. Don't worry. They don't put innocent people in jail. Well, he was obviously wrong because they do. What are you looking at? I don't quite picture you as a clown. So you don't believe me? I didn't say that. That's you! Alright, this is the scene where 
uh, Anthony and Flea do actually see them, and I'm going to go ahead and keep playing it. I don't care. Here we go. By the way, this is the part I mentioned earlier where the, the the truck that's actually sliding and jackknifing towards them right now is a Blump's food truck. And uh, there we go. I'll play a little bit of this right now. All right. We obviously know that was not undercover cops. That was two crazy dudes thinking they're fucking road warriors. And uh, you know what? On that note, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. And uh, I'm going to get Anthony back. Anthony is neither sleeping nor taking a shit. Skype has locked up on me. I'm not sure if he thinks it's him, but it's actually me. And uh, on that note, I will be right back. Well, we will be right back. Uh, appreciate y'all hanging out. Be back soon. Later. Yo, can I hear this record by Rob Baker and DJ Easy Rock? Hey, man, you sure you want to hear this, man? You sure about that, man? All right. Which voice in your head you can keep alive? All right. Sorry about that, everybody. My Skype locked up. It's Skype. I don't know. I don't know if you expect any more from Skype or any less. I expect no more, no less than the lockup every now and then. Uh, but anyway, Anthony, we were talking about when uh, Anthony, we just left off where Anthony Kiedis and Flea, or Kiedis, I'm sorry, and Flea uh, flipped their <laughs> yeah. green monster truck. And uh, everyone thought that it was undercover cops when... We knew that it was just two crazy dudes in a truck trying to get on TV. Right, brah? Right, brah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm here. Yeah, uh, first of all, my apologies, folks. But uh, before we go any further, I don't know if you talked about this while I was uh, off the air there. But uh, Flea's uh, acting credits are pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, we we did mention most of Flea's acting credits during Son-in-Law, 
which we did, uh, you know, a, a couple months ago. You can find those that one in the archives. We did mention, yeah, I was impressed by a lot. I mean, he's done like a lot of fucking movies and voices. Who knew Flea did so much voice work? Yes. Yeah, good for him. I mean, shit, that's fine. But I never knew he was the voice of so much. So, but yeah, we went we went over a lot of that in uh, in there. So, and uh, now we go to the now. Remember earlier we we had we had said that the media is making a complete mockery of this. They're hyping it up to be this huge thing, and uh, this is a part that proves it. There is actually a guy on a giant running board of a van catching up to this the van trying yeah. to I, I I can't even do it justice here. This, this is Frank Smith, Channel 12 San Diego Evening News, riding in the thick of the police high speed chase. As you can see, Channel 12 is the first newscast to get a close-up look into the face of this runaway horror. If we're lucky, we're hoping to get a visual confirmation on the condition of the hostage. Miss Foss! Miss Foss! Can you give us a thumbs up if you're okay? Right here, pal. Can we show that on TV? Okay. Instead of a thumbs up, they gave him the finger, and they did something, almost hit a car, dropped the camera while swerving, and uh, but this is where we get Carrie Ills. Ills? How do you say his last name? I want to just go with Ewels. 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 Something like Ewels. Ewels. But uh, goddamn, if you've never seen Robin Hood Men in Tights with him, Dave Chappelle, and Richard Lewis... If you're ever fucking just, you know, stoned and bored, watch that shit. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yes. The only thing missing from that scene was somebody yelling World Star. And it's like this movie saw into the future. This is like reality TV before reality TV. <laughs> it really, I mean, it kind of is. But, um, you know, we had said, you know, this and that and. This is a little more of talking between Charlie Sheen and, you know, uh, Christy Swanson. Again, they're bonding. They're talking. They're not. She's not scared anymore. Actually, she's starting to like him a little bit. And uh, here we go. I had my share of boyfriends, you know, but they've all been losers, you know, boring. It have to be. My father had to approve of them all. Oh, don't. Can't be that bad. You must have done something, right? Why? Well, how great you turned out to be. Oh, me? Come on. I'm a total basket case. You don't even know the half of it. No, no. My intuition about people was very good. I could tell right away you had your act together. Yeah, when did you decide that? In the convenience store. We shared that look, remember? Yeah. Thought to myself, if only life were different, maybe I could meet a girl like that someday. Really? I swear to God. Believe it or not, when I was holding the gun to your back, I couldn't help but notice how lovely your hair smelled. You're crazy. That would be affirmative. You know, you really hurt me with that gun. All right, so real quick before we get to the whole, you know, this is where she finds out something that she didn't know. Uh, you know, he could see he's 
flirting, obviously, but she's, you know, as his hostage, not really backing down. You know what I mean? Oh, she's uh, there with him. And, and let's be honest, like, if there wasn't, like, the mutual attraction thing going on, uh, Charlie Sheen in this scene probably would be defined as uh, thirsty, as the kids say nowadays. Yes, yes, but obviously, you know, he's he's hitting on Charlie her. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah, and he's also about to come clean with her on a few things, and I'm going to go ahead and play that part, obviously. Back so hard. Sorry. About the gun, uh... What? Makes a handy weapon in a pinch. It was a Butterfinger. You kidnapped me with a candy bar? (laughs) You have to admit, it was rather inventive. Now don't be upset. If I'd had a real gun, I would have used it. It sure felt like a gun. I thought for sure everybody would hear the wrapper crinkle. Oh, God. <laughs> I can just see the headline now. Hey, hey, candy thief. Kidnapper exposed when candy gun melts in hand. Hey, hey, call Okay, she shoves it in his mouth. Almost like the bride does to a groom on wedding day. You know what I mean? She kind of just shoves a half of the candy bar in his mouth. But you see here, they're 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 getting along more than they're uh, more than she's scared at this point. And let's keep rolling just a little bit more of this scene. Rolls right into the next scene. Fuck it. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> My father only knew you kidnapped me with a candy bar. Think of the embarrassment. Oh God! What a jerk. You know, he's probably thinking right now about how he can use all this publicity because he wants to run for governor of California. I wants to be the next governor. <laughs> I want you want to run California. I know. I, I, I run California. I'm sorry. I love Arnold. I just like fucking with him. But yeah, actually, now what she says here is actually true. Her dad is actually looking to capitalize on this. And yep, yep, you're right. I'm going to fucking play it. Here we go. Once this whole fiasco is over, I want you to get me and Natalie on AM San Diego and all the national morning shows. Call Ted Turner. Tell him I'll give him an exclusive first once this whole insane thing is wrapped up in exchange for some good publicity. He owes me one. And they might even get on WCW. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> I don't know why, but you come on. You hear Ted Turner at this point. What do you think? WCW. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. WCW. Yeah, WCW. Yeah. Oh, wrestling fans are a little different. So. Do you have a Ted Turner impersonation in the vault there, Bob? No, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I, I I don't think I don't know, man. I'd have to hear his voice a few times. You know he likes to say wrestling and WCW. WCW, yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. It'd be uh, I'd have to listen to it a few times. But um, meanwhile, they uh, let's go ahead and finally they got the chopper back, and um, they go ahead and now this is where they go. They want to finally go to uh, the barricade. And this is where they do go to the barricade. Uh, but before that, remember, 
we don't want to uh, completely forget about the Chili Peppers little uh, cameo in this movie. So let's go ahead and this is where they actually finally get on TV with a newscaster before being arrested. Channel 17 Hardcore News. I am coming to you live on the shoulder of the 5 freeway. And standing here with me are Will and Dale. They are the drivers of the green monster van. Tell me, gentlemen, what possessed you, monster truck, what possessed you to take such radical and desperate measures to stop the BMW yourselves? (laughs) Dude, we are just doing our duty as Americans. Right, Will? That's right. And it's not the first time we've had to take matters into our own hands. Mark my words, they'll be pulling over soon. We really scared them, didn't we? Didn't you see the look on their faces? Sure did. Whoa. And we'd be happy to tell anyone about it. Anyone. Anytime. On, on Oprah or Geraldo or Sally Jesse or any King. of Larry King. Yeah, or any of those shows. That's right. And you can usually find this at Big Willie's Dirty Dogs most times. My name is Will and this is Dale. We've been through <laughs> heavy stuff in that truck before. Monster madness, dude. Major monster madness. Gentlemen, please. What, with me. what, what? We're not fooling around. We're not fooling around. Sometimes you got to take a bull by the horns. A bull madness. There you have it. And who says a great American hero is a thing of the past? Back- you know the scary thing, Anthony? What's that? Guys like this exist. Are becoming more prominent today than ever. Yeah. <laughs> These over American, I don't know, over Americans, uber Americans, I don't know. You know what they say? America, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Merc. Yeah. Fucking America, <laughs> bitch. Now, now, now uh, before we get, uh, I know we're uh, getting to the end here. Mm-hmm. We've already passed the scene. And we've already established Christy Swanson is fucking, this is the peak of her hotness, right? Yes. I mean, I believe she was, I mean, uh, as Weebs mentioned before, she did Playboy, which that's obviously a very good peak of her hotness, but, you know, um, this. Yes, I believe she was extremely hot in this movie. I have a question for you. Yes. This is like a would you or wouldn't you type of scenario. Now, obviously her and Charlie Sheen had the scene in the car, you know, making out, having a good time and enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. Now, not too long before this, she threw up a lot. Mm-hmm. Would, that, would, would, that, would that turn you off in that, in that specific moment? Or you'd be like, yeah, you'd be just like, fuck it, I, I'll just power through like the great ones normally do. Well, she just had a butterfinger. Yeah. That should cover it a little bit, you know. Uh, actually, right now is where she's, you know, she starts dabbing the wound a little bit. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we are going to skip forward because there's like a eight-minute little scene where she's, uh, you know, all over him. Basically, this is the doing it scene, um, yeah. you know, right here. But, yeah, she, you know, it starts off slow. She's kind of wiping his neck down with... I'm not sure where she found wet wipes, but uh, it's her car. Maybe she had wet wipes in there, and she's wiping his neck slowly, and they're looking at each other. Next thing you know, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and they're like, "Why is he swerving so much?" Well, I think we yeah, yeah we know why. Yeah. So there you go. That, you know, that and that's Jesus Christ. That lasts until, like I said, about a long way into the movie. So now, remember, they are heading towards Mexico, and um, it, it they're 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 going, and you know, there's everyone's there. The cops are getting ready for them, um, and finally, they do get to Mexico, 
and the cops are all, like I said, all over him. They're, they have him surrounded in that barricade. He's almost past the border, and he finally stops. And let's uh, let's hear a little bit of what he says here. Let's keep going. Look, Natalie, I find things my way. Oh, again, he is surrounded. He stops, and she's she's with him right now. By the way, if you don't hear it in her voice, let's keep going. She says she wants to keep she, she wants to be with him at this point and doesn't care what happens. So here we go. He'd be the guard. What would a paradise worth? I'm gonna be your hostage, Natalie. It's over. I can't let you ruin your life because of me. I think it's time for you to go home now. You can't mean that. You know, until yesterday, the worst thing I ever did in my whole life was cheat on a biology exam. And now I'm a car thief, a kidnapper. Cop shooter, police evader. I can't do this to you. I can't make you part of this anymore. I care about you too much. Besides, I can't hold you hostage anymore. We ate the gun. <laughs> you have the real gun. <laughs> Real guns make me nervous. Okay. A point here that we need to make during this scene is what he does here is he puts the gun in her purse. Yes. This is a, a an important thing that I will mention in a little while. Uh, he puts the gun in her purse, so they're not going to find a gun on him. Um and I don't, I don't, you know, obviously he's thinking they're probably not going to search you since you're the victim of the crime. So what was that, Anthony? No, I was saying just a quick point, I, you know, and listening to that scene, you know, with the music playing, I wonder if this movie were more of a hit, I wonder if it would give stalkers out there more hope. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is basically a woman that just got kidnapped saying, but I'm your hostage. Yeah. People listen, together, like, like Listen, Stockholm syndrome can kick in pretty fast, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you know, he did say, you know, I'm a good guy, even though I did what I did. I'm still a good guy, and she, she sees him Clearly as a he got laid. yeah. Clearly, she, he got laid. Yeah. before. So, she yeah. sees him as a good guy, and he proved his innocence to her. And uh, let's play a little, a little more. But I did want to make sure I mentioned that the gun did end up in her purse, and that will come into play. The better what the candy was. Jack, you're innocent. We can make this work. You're really something, you know that? Thank you. For what? For believing in me. Let the girl go now, Hammond! That's been a hell of a ride, huh, kid? What say you, uh, step out of the car and walk away from me? I'll be fine. You come with me. You first. 
I'm right behind you. All right. Now, when she does get out, uh, and she's saying she's a crazy bitch anyway and needs to be out. So, you know, she does finally get out of the car. Now, when she does get out, he has kind of goes through a few scenarios in his head. Um, you know, and we do see it's kind of a dreamscape. And, you know, because he's first of all, you know, to dream because he's lighting a cigarette. And the one reason yeah. in the movie he complained is because he had no way to light the cigarette. So if you didn't remember that, it was a tip off that it's a dream sequence. Um, you know, she's crying, though, finally does get out of the car. He goes through all these different scenarios, one even being that he pulls, you know, the gun, which he gave to her, another reason it's dream sequence, and they shoot him down. But, uh, you know, they do finally get him uh, out of the car. He basically surrenders uh, after a few minutes and a few dreamscapes now. The reason I'm playing the next scene, I just wanted you to hear Henry Rollins again. We've, you know, the yeah. the power hungry, crazy cop. Yeah. Uh, and I gotta point out, go. I mean, unfortunately, this isn't a vi- obviously we're you know podcast, so it's no visual here. But when uh, Rollins has Sheen arrested, yes, it's almost like he's dry humping him. He's so he's it's almost like he's turned on at the power. That he has over this man in that moment. Yeah, at one point when he's literally, I'll, I'll actually pause it and tell you, he literally looks like he's about to orgasm at one point. Uh, and <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I'll pause it so uh, we can, I don't know, like I said, I know you can't see it, but I'll pause it real quick. But here we go. They do have him in custody. He did uh, surrender. And uh, here we go. Loney. Right there, right before he said, I'd love to kill you, he literally looks up like he's about to orgasm. Uh, and literally, really does. But again, he's a power hungry cop and he says, Damn, I would love to kill. I wish you would run. I'd love to kill you. Uh, so, you know, just again, Henry Rollins, man, I, I really would love to see, I I honestly would like to see him at a fucking cop show, dude. Yeah. It's not too late. I mean, I don't know. No. He's probably in his fifties, right? Dude, what's his name? Uh, 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 Joe Montaigne is in his, you know, mid seventies and still doing criminal minds. So... You know, what the? Yeah, uh, my fiance just walked back in from her bachelorette party, so. She's drunk. You hear her say she's drunk? Yeah. I'm getting kisses. She's drunk. I love you. I love you, babe. You're warm. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Okay, babe. Balls. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) What? You need to warm me up. I'll warm you up in a little while, babe. I'm almost finished. There's only a few scenes left in the show. Okay. Okay. I'm talking to Anthony, and we're doing the movie show. Which movie? The Chase with Charlie Sheen. I don't know what that is. Okay. I'll see you in a few minutes. Love you, baby. You kissed my nose. I was trying to. Okay. Love you, babe. (laughs) Phenomenal. 
<laughs> oh, you got a tiara. You did. Very nice. No, you're hitting him in the face, <laughs> baby. Come on. All right. Where's Dylan? In the bedroom. Dylan is in his room. Oh, somebody's in your room. This is yes. amazing Logan podcasting, is in there. folks. This is, this is what podcasting is all about, ladies and gentlemen. Live. <laughs> Live. All right. I'm sorry about that. Jesus Christ, she's drunk. Woo. All right. She said that's the best part of the show. Damn right it was. Well, we know we're going to end this show quick because I think I might have something to do. Uh, not sure how we're going to Oh, he will, Danny, after the uh, show uh, goes uh, dark. Yes, uh, yes, yes. I will give her my mic. Uh, but uh, let's play a little more of this scene. Here we go. I'm forward. I don't like you. All right. I don't like you, Josh, Josh Mossel says. Uh, now, this is where her dad shows up right here. He's finally touching down in the chopper. And uh, we'll play a little bit of that scene right there because, you know, he tries to apologize. And here's what we get. Sorry about all this, Mr. Boss. Your daughter's a fine young lady. This is the money shot, Ned. The father to a reunion. He didn't hurt me. He's innocent. He's innocent. Later. That was really funny. That was really funny how that guy smacked you. Now that we're spending all this quality time together, let me tell you about your rights. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You do not have an attorney. One will be assigned to you. Do you understand all the rights I have read to you right now? Yes. Good boy, to shut up. How's it look? How's it look? It's beautiful. All right, that right there is a TV uh, guy. And he's basically, you know, how does it look? How does it look? Now, she's looking around, Christy Swanson, looking around, looking around, looking around. And um, in a couple of seconds, you're about to hear the gun go off. And I wanted to stop it before the gun went off to explain that's why he put the gun on. Uh, she remembered the gun was in her purse. And she actually takes this little annoying, little sniveling, whining little bitch hostage. And uh, here we go. Lights go out. Oh, girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend. <laughs> Uncap him now. What? What the hell? In God's name? You lost your mind, young lady? I said uncap Jack Hammond now! Come on, Miss Voss. Put the gun down. You don't know what you're doing. This guy's brainwashing. Now, come on. Ned, get a shot of this! Natalie, stop embarrassing me. Do it or I'll blow his brains out all over live TV. Miss Voss, don't do it. You're confused. He's confused you. It's very confusing. Don't move! <laughs> I said don't move! Don't, he's, you're confused. He's confused you. It's, it's, it's confusing. Oh, oh, no wonder he's in so many Adam Sandler movies. The guy's fucking classic, dude. But uh, there you go. Now, the shot she just did, one shot blew up a helicopter. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll keep playing it.
I mean business. God damn it! Would you think about what you're doing? This guy's a scumbag! He doesn't want you! He's only using you! Come on, put the gun down! Back away from Jack, now! Alright, and by the way, I know I said she was hot when she was all angry, but her with a gun? Mm. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. Let's just uh let's just keep playing this here. <laughs> Gone completely crazy, you know that? Thanks for noticing. You plan to get us out of this one. Watch me and weep. Alright, so how does she plan on getting him out? They do actually steal the news helicopter and uh, make the guy fly him. And they do show the end of the movie. These two are, looks like in Mexico, lying on the beach. Uh, he's uh, drinking margaritas and banging that senorita, you know? <laughs> yeah. Living the life, which uh, we know Charlie Sheen did actually live the life. But, um, you know, that's really the end of the movie, so... You know, happy ending movie. But, uh, you know, like I said, I really feel this movie is an underrated gem movie. Not, I'm not quite sure why it didn't do very good. It's really a good movie. Yes. a good. It's one of those movies I feel like probably would have did, it probably did better after the fact, more so than it did during the time it was out. It probably did. I'm, I, I really do wonder how some of the video sales went on it. And, you know, I haven't really looked, but... I do wonder because this, you know, it it really wasn't a bad movie at all to me, and I really think it was actually a good movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a strong plot. It's one of those movies that if you really take the time to sit down and watch it, it's really a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I and, and you know, the, but yeah, it's it's just not. I don't know why. Like I said, I'm not sure if the. O.J. Simpson things sort of through, you know, because that happened in June. March, April, May, June. So, yeah, that happened in June 17th, uh, which is almost four months to the date um, after this movie came out. But, you know, I don't know if that had a lot to do with it, but it could have. Um, now, one of the things I did, I, I do want to mention about this movie, and this is one of the IMDb trivia, you know, did you knows, Henry Rollins and Josh Mostel actually ad-libbed most of their lines in that car. Tremendous. You know, that that is even more a credit to Henry Rollins, which, again, I really wish we'd... we'd, we'd I want to see him in more. I, I, I hope he has more coming out. Actually, I'll click on his name. I did already. He's got... Uh, he is filming. He's filming three things coming out. One is a TV series. He's in the pilot, so we'll see how he does there. And uh, he's got two movies coming out, filming right now. One is filming The Orchard, Dreamland, and Dreamland is the other movie. So, I don't know. We'll see uh, Henry Rollins a little more. But, man, I, w I really would not mind seeing him in a cop show. I really think he'd be a good cop. I mean, he's a badass dude anyway. He's still jacked and... You know, now he's got the gray hair. He's looking all fucking distinguished and tough at the same time. But I don't know, man. Definitely, in my opinion, this is one of the... This movie should have done better, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. No doubt about that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I really feel it should have, but I don't know, man. Really, 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 really good movie. You know, like I said, Christy Swanson, Jesus Christ, she's fucking absolutely gorgeous in this movie. Um, but uh, actually, the ending credits, the song is actually Shine by the Rollins Band. Obviously, Henry Rollins, front man, is, and Officer Dobbs in the movie. Um, but, uh, and that's really, really it. I mean, there's not many more, you know, trivia or did you knows, but, you know, definitely a hell of a, <laughs> definitely a hell of a movie, in my opinion, should have done a shitload fucking better than it did, but it didn't, but it didn't. And like I said, I'm not sure if the whole OJ, God damn you, OJ, you know, just fucked the whole thing up or not, but. Who knows, you know? Well, it was still profitable at the box office, but I wouldn't doubt that the OJ... I never actually thought about that. That's actually a good point. Well, yeah. I mean, people people just dip out on movies for the weirdest fucking reasons, dude. And, you know, like I said, I'm not 100% sure I could be really reaching at this point, and I could have absolutely nothing to do with anything, but... I don't know, it's just one of those things that you wonder, did it actually have anything to do with it? Because, you know, watching this movie, there's nothing nothing wrong with it. There's nothing bad about it. It's not a shitty movie. There's, I mean, it's not a, you know, we, we, we always say it's not a meaty movie. It's not like, oh, well, it's got this intense plot. And, you know, it look, it's, it's not a Bronx tale. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... Not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. So, I don't know, man. You want to, uh, you got anything more about it or you want to, uh, wrap this bitch up? You can wrap it up. All right. Go watch it. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Where you stand? Oh, I say thumbs up on this movie. Same. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it two thumbs up, matter of fact. Um, yeah, let's end this. I think I have, uh, something to handle. Um, <laughs> and uh, on that note, you know you can catch me and Anthony back here next Saturday. We will not be back. Actually, I will be um, I will be a married man by this uh, by this time next Saturday, and uh, that's when my wedding is. So we will not be here next Saturday. We will come back the Saturday after. But me yeah. and Shaheen will be here on Wednesday. You can catch us right here on Mixler.com slash THT podcast. Subscribe to the THT network. You will get this show. You will get the uh, Rain Men of Wrestling with Anthony and Doug. You will get Shaheen and J-Cat Morris. They're usually, uh, their show usually drops Sunday, sometimes Monday morning. And uh, you will get the usual THT wrestling show where it all started. And uh, there you go. So on that and, note, uh, go, go. Coming, coming, coming soon. Boxman and the uh, kids. Ah. Boxman, one more, one more mic. There you go. Uh, and by the way, we do have, uh, me and Shane will be probably dropping a uh, Persian and the Jew coming up this week sometime. Uh, get on here and bullshit about some stuff besides wrestling which uh, we have a lot of fun doing. I actually like talking to Shaheen about a lot more than just wrestling, so we get to do that. And on that note, we will see you guys in two weeks. And uh, appreciate it, Anthony. See you later, man. Congratulations, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Yes, thank you. I I will now go take care of my drunk fiancé. 
no guns box. Remember that. No, they are locked up. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen. I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Eh. Later, everybody.